0: Welcome back to Untitled Conversations. This is the podcast where we talk about everything faith, life, and the world as we know it. I'm your host, Joy, and we're back with another episode and another guest. Today, I got my boy Cam with me um go ahead and introduce yourself to the people tell them where they can find you all that fun stuff
1: all right uh hello beautiful people my name is cam moses um some people It kind of depends on where you met me at based off what you call me some people call me cam swoosh when i was playing ball and most recently people just kind of call me cam the photographer or whatever you know wherever you met me at uh, she met me when i was just cam we were I was. we met a while that yeah, for real elementary school i was playing ball um I do have my own podcast saved by frazier podcast um and i'm a college student i just graduated from central piedmont uh community college in charlotte congrats I, thank you
0: take a moment for that
1: <laughs> thanks and i will be headed over to unc charlotte to finish it off i already have a good portion of my credits done so um right now i'm just a broke college student right now <laughs>
0: not Trying. a broke college student hey let <laughs> make it happen <laughs> shout out to all of the the struggling financially college students when i broke we just we ain't there yet uh, Our know money's I mean? just tight it's just it's tight it's <laughs> it's wrapped up real tight yeah. um we need to be released yeah um okay so uh where can they find you on instagram
1: oh cam swoosh c a m s w o o s h um that's my personal page uh save by razer podcast and then i do uh have a vintage clothing store three eleven underscore vintage that's the number three spell out eleven underscore vintage um
0: yeah all right yeah. cool so Y'all already know we start off every episode with We Are Not Really Strangers, the card game. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have you pull a card, okay. answer the question, and then we're going to flip it around and I'm going to answer it too. Okay. Cool.
1: What would your younger self not believe <laughs> about your life today? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I think if I told my younger self pretty much that I'm going to finish college, um, he would not believe because I had goals to play professional basketball and I did not want to do four years of college. I think college was just to play ball and I wanted to go pro wherever that was at. Um, I had no plans to finish. Um, so definitely that. And then um, I think if you said I'd be a business owner as well, I wouldn't have believed, at least not this early in my life, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have I definitely wouldn't have believed you. I, I think younger me when I thought of business, I thought of a an older person, not I'm twenty right now, so right. definitely not right now. Um those are the biggest two things, uh right now. Uh definitely those two things.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. ah let's see. My younger self would not believe this. Podcast was a thing. Um, I never Younger me never thought I'd be, like, talking to people, yeah, if that for makes sure. sense. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think yeah. I would. I definitely didn't. Because younger me, probably, I had the passion to dance when I was younger. Yeah? Um. Yeah, I was, I danced from three to middle school. Um. So younger me would probably think that. Or I don't think I ever wanted to play basketball professionally, but. I, it was just, like, a hobby to me because yeah. my dad played basketball. My brother played basketball, so I watched them play, yeah. and I was like, okay, I like basketball. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing would be, yeah, probably this, the podcast, because I – I mean, even, like, mm-hmm. younger me, like, high school wouldn't yeah. – like, not even, like, baby joy, yeah. but, like, high school joy probably yeah. would have never never thought this. I was always, you know, person to make people laugh, things mm-hmm. like that. But, like, sitting down, yeah, mic, camera, lights yeah. – I don't think that was ever, like, a thing that I thought about.
1: It's it's funny you say that because quarantine kind of shaped me into this person I am right now. Like, before quarantine, I really uh, – I was a different person. Like, yeah. I was – the stuff I was into pre-quarantine, uh, I was not into what I'm into right now. So I, I had the podcast that I was thinking about during quarantine. Like, I was like, okay, what I'm doing right now is just – I was losing interest. It just wasn't working out. Right. And I was like, okay, let's figure out something else. And I realized how much I watched podcasts, how much mm-hmm. I watched YouTube. And I think over the course of the next two years, that side of me started expanding and expanding and expanding. Yeah. And then I realized that I was talking to myself more in the shower. And I was like, <laughs> I could really do this in front of a camera. So, For sure. So I uh, I tried it out. And uh, I like it. I
0: like it. And see, I was I was the opposite. I was... I was I was the opposite in some form because I was like, I would post on my social media a like, lot, like on my story, like mm-hmm. just just chatting, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. welcome to my TED talk and then just say, like, tell a story. <laughs> yeah. you know like, that yeah. was me. So, it was like, in that aspect, I was like, okay, like, I could do, like, the social media thing. And technically, mm-hmm. like, podcasting itself is, like, you have the social media clips, things like that. Yeah. Um, but podcasting is really, like, the audio. So, like, for people that don't watch, it's like they're just mm-hmm. listening to you talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely think that. I think, like, it's funny you say that because I think quarantine kind of changed a lot of our generation because, mm-hmm. for me, I graduated, like, I was graduating high school in the middle of a pandemic, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? I didn't get to walk. You had
1: the car graduation?
0: I barely, like, I graduated on YouTube, bro. Like, <laughs> I watched my name go across the screen and then went to go pick up my diploma in oh, a car so parade, you know? Sorry. So that in itself was just, like, a lot. But I think, like, just being in the house, you know what I'm saying, um with fan like i I love my peoples to death um so like being in the house and just having a lot of that time to to think and just Mm -hmm. like you said just be with yourself Mm -hmm. um but i really don't think like i never would have thought about podcasting if it wasn't for the lord like he literally was like Mm -hmm. i I got into watching more um found a couple that i liked and i was like okay and then i started when i kind of st- restarted my walk with christ mm-hmm. I people kept talking and like i kept talking to people and they were like you like everybody says like oh my gosh you like you have a podcasting yeah, voice i'm like yeah. i don't even know what that sounds like because <laughs> me personally i don't like listening to my voice but it's just like yeah. i just kept hearing it over and over and over yeah. again and so like after the lord told me to start the podcast i'm just like dang yeah. like people keep saying i got i got a podcasting yeah. voice i'm like yeah. okay well and then here we are um so that definitely was Probably the, the biggest thing that little me wouldn't
1: believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what's meant for you is meant for you. For sure, hundred yeah, percent. It's gonna, it's gonna come to you, whether you force it or, even if you're not trying to make it happen. For sure. Like I think I was trying to duck a lot of stuff growing up, and God wasn't allowing what I wanted to happen to happen. It would make me so mad because, yeah. what I wanted to happen with my life wasn't happening. I wasn't even getting close to it, and yeah. uh I kind of just backed off, and I was like, okay. This is what it's going to be. And you yeah. just got to you got to move in that
0: faith for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cuz he's yeah, I definitely when I tell you 3-year-old me, I was dancing. Yeah. That that was that was it. I was dancing and then I got to middle school. And I was like, ah, basketball. Like yeah. we we going to play basketball. Yeah. And then high school came. It got a little bit tougher. I was like, ah, maybe not. But I was like, I'm going to work in sports, you know, things like that, but now this has been placed in my lap. Um so now it's just like and it's comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. all of that led up to you know where I'm you at today. So, what was your dream job growing up? Great question. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, not gonna lie, I, I, I really don't think I like. You know how everybody's like, oh, I want to be like the kids, oh, I'm yeah. a police officer or something yeah. like that. I don't recall having like that dream mm-hmm. job just because. Mm-hmm. My dad was a pastor. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. My dad was a pastor. My mom worked in the school system, mm-hmm. but like I didn't want to teach and I didn't want to be mm-hmm. a minister. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, my dad jokes now. He's like, like, because like my brother is a youth minister, but he's mm-hmm. not ministering in the same way my dad is. Because everybody mm-hmm. thought he would follow my dad's footsteps. Yeah. He's doing it in his own way. So he jokes now. He's like, I'm like, well, I'm not gonna like get up in a pulpit and preach. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah, doing that. I he's like, I but he's like, you're like, this is a form of that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah um so i don't think i really had a dream job that i remember because really going into college i went in undecided Mm i didn't know what i wanted to do but i knew that i had a love and a passion for sports so i was like let me see what i can do in that Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where this landed me but i still like i know i want to work in the media space so this is in a sense kind of doing Mm -hmm. what i want to do but i want to do it sports wise but at the end of the day i want to land in entertainment if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. it's like Everything kind of led up to now. Like I love. I think now that you now that I think about it, I think the click moment for me was sixth grade. Um, went to New York to do a show for one of our um church members. Yeah, I was invited to be on um a show, and we had to shoot a segment for the show. It was like a mm-hmm. surprise or whatever. Yeah. and kind of seeing the behind the scenes of like how these segments are like put together. Of mm-hmm. like, okay, well walk by and we're just going to record y'all's feet yeah. and then y'all going to walk again and we're going to get the whole so they can yeah. piece it together, how yeah, you want to do I'm it. Sure. That kind of was the click moment for me where I was like, okay, storytelling is interesting. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not just the voice behind it, but like you can tell a whole story without any words. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of where my shift was knowing what I wanted to do, but I don't think mm-hmm. I ever had like a, oh my gosh, dream job. What about you?
1: Uh, my, my dream was changing every other year. As I got closer to one thing failing and not working out, God will show me something else, mm-hmm. um, which I had no problem with now. When it was happening, I hated it cause, for sure, because like, it's like you get scared because it's like, okay, this is what you dream of doing. Like I, I, I wanted to play basketball all I wanted to travel and play basketball. That's what my lifestyle that's what I wanted my lifestyle to be, just traveling and playing ball. And as I, you know, tried to reach that, um, every little um, stepping stool, God wouldn't allow that to happen. Like, um, I got cut from JV as a freshman. Um, And I was just like, that was weird because I played basketball since I was first grade or something like that. So I was like, okay, what's going on? And every time um, I would try to get to the next level it just it's a block yeah but I had a sound mind thank God I had a sound mind to know that um, there's something out there for me right I just had to figure out what that was so I, I stopped I stopped prying at it and I was like um I'm gonna allow God to do his thing so there was a night where I was talking to my dad and my dad's a minister as well Right. and we were in the car and I was just crying I was like, what? Why? What, like, what's going on? I'm in the tenth grade. I'm like, what's going on? Like, everything I want to do, is not is not happening. And I I see guys <laughs> that doesn't doesn't follow Christ. That literally is being taken care of by the world, which mm-hmm. is very scary. For sure. But they're being taken care of by the world. And at the time, I didn't know that they were being taken care of by the world. All I knew was like, they're living a life that I want. And I told my dad, I was like, this is not fair. Yeah. I pray every day. I read my Bible. I literally do what I'm supposed to do, and nothing good is happening to me. Yeah. And he was like, uh, there's a Bible verse, which is my, va- my favorite Bible verse, uh, Galatians 6 and 9, that says, don't grow weary in well-doing, so if you do not give up, you'll reap a harvest. And the moment he told me that something clicked, I was like, okay, just don't give up. Yeah. and that that was in tenth grade, so literally six that's six, five, six years ago, I'm still living by that, but i I kept living by that, okay, don't give up, um if I do not give up something is gonna happen to me, so everything I do now, I just see the benefits of not giving up yeah. I, you know, um don't growing tired, not growing weary, and stuff like that, and I'm not there yet, yeah, nowhere near there yet, but I can see that what I am about to step into um, is by far a lot better to any than any dream job or any um, potential career that I could have ever asked yeah. for. And I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming at all. Yeah. But um, I can. I'm starting to see it now. I'm starting to see it now. Yeah. But I'm glad that I did not give up. I'm glad that I uh, stayed on the path of righteousness because I could have easily. Um, just starting letting the world take care of me, Yeah. which is is scary from, a lot of people don't know what that means, letting the world take care of you, but it's, it's very scary to know that, um, when you die, uh, God doesn't hold your future. Like that is really scary, but that's what happens when the world takes care of you. So I'm glad, uh, in 10th grade, my father told me that, and it, it, that, that was a turning point thus far in my life. And, um. Right now, I couldn't even tell you what's my dream job right now, um, but I'm walking in it, and I'm, for sure. I'm, I'm happy I am, and I'm starting to see little pieces fold together, um, stuff through college, um, stuff outside of school. Uh, spiritually, I'm just seeing things unfold now, and uh, I'm appreciative of it, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think, too, like, not limiting yourself to just that dream job mm-hmm. can open up so many doors because it's like like you said we both never really thought about like a dream job yeah. right and mm-hmm. then this may be like there's i feel like when you because we didn't have that dream job we're both walking in what god has called yeah. us for this season yeah. and this may not be like this obviously isn't the end but yeah. it's like there are different seasons and Having that dream job kind of puts a ceiling on things. It's like, okay, well, once... Because a lot of times I hear people, like, when they get to that dream job, they're like, well, where do I go? Because you limited yourself to just that ceiling. It's like, well, I made it, you know? And it's like, <laughs> well, we're here. But it's yeah, like, I that's not, you know, what the um, the end of your life is for. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a good little intro yeah, there. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, so the concept that I kind of want to talk about today um, was kind of sparked from a conversation we had previously just um lighten your load um mm-hmm. is like the the overarching topic yeah. Yeah. um so i know we were talking previously about like a lot of times we kind of put extra weight mm-hmm. on ourselves mm-hmm. um extra pressure yeah. on ourselves um of things that god didn't necessarily give to us but we took on ourselves um in in innocence um and i actually found a scripture that i like Mm -hmm. first corinthians um chapter 10 verse 13 says no temptation has come upon you except what is common to humanity but god is faithful he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you what you mm, excuse me he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able but with the temptation he will also provide the way out that you may that you may be able to bear it so it's like even if we do take on too much, right? Mm-hmm. He's never gonna give us more than we can bear, and I think people hear that all the time, like, "Oh, God won't give us more than we can bear." But then on the flip side of that, it's like when you're going through something, it's like, "Why, God, I can't!" But yeah. it's like at the same time, it's like He gave you everything happens to us for a reason, right? I agree. I agree. Yeah. And the that that saying of He will not give us more than we can bear is so true because, but it, I think a lot of times it's hard to see that mm-hmm. when we're in the middle of it.
1: It's too hard to see it, yeah. Like when
0: we're going through it, it's hard to see like that it like we can bear it. Yeah, we'll get through it, yeah. But on the other side of it, when you look back at it, it's like, dang, like, that was bad, but he still brought me through. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm my question, I guess, would be in a sense, if you don't mind sharing what yeah. has been a time where you have been in like the midst of a storm and gotten out of it mm-hmm. um or a time where like you felt like because i think we i also ask a lot of times like god why mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying has there have you had any why moments lately or any um times where you felt like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to bear this
1: um i definitely have um i think i want to say it was getting closer to my senior year um or graduation it was my senior year i was going right. through graduation and it was around that time where I had to start figuring out if I want to go to college, if I want to, you know, go to the army, um, what I want to do. And I, at the time, I, I still work here. Um, I was working at Walmart. And even then they were like, well, you can start a career here. And I knew I didn't want to do that. And I didn't want to do the traditional go to college, you know, four years and stuff like that. Um, just at the time, it just it just didn't really um, intrigue me at the time. So right. my dad and my 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 parents was on me. They was like, "You gotta you gotta figure out something." And I think at the time I was just so upset because I was like, "It's not even supposed to be like this." Like I'm supposed to have be on the way to playing pro ball. Like mm-hmm. I, I think I was fighting that so much. Like this is not fair. Like I, why do I have to decide to go to college right now? I don't even want to be doing this right now. I'd have to decide of another future. And um it was scary. Like and I, I wish I had this mind I had now to know that I'm young and everything's gonna be all right. Yeah. But you're not nobody's thinking about that when you're actually going through For it. Sure. like like I'm eighteen, I'm I'm really fine. I was not thinking that I felt like that my life was finna be over. Um but I went back to what I know, what I'm grounded in and thankfully quarantine happened which we were talking about earlier yeah and i i just took time to really think and um i know a lot of people do this but i don't really play video games like that okay. well that's what a lot of people were doing in yeah. quarantine or um you know stuff that you do in the house um so i really had no time but to just think but to just really um imagine what i want my life to be like in the next few years and um I believe in manifesting not what what a lot of people may think manifesting is but really just speaking because there's a lot of power in your tongue for sure and really just speaking what you want to happen and I was telling God I was like I want to do something to where it doesn't feel like I'm working that's mm-hmm. what I was telling myself that's what I was telling God and I said I don't know what that is I don't know what it would look like I, I don't know but I want to be doing something post high school where I don't feel like I'm working. I want to be proud in what I'm doing, but I, I knew I wanted to make a difference. Right. Um, because when I was going through this senior year, um, I felt like I didn't have, outside of my family, I felt like I didn't have anybody telling me it's gonna be okay. Mm. Like, like, even the, the people I looked at, like, we all got peers we look up to, and some people don't even know that there's somebody you look up to. But right. I had peers, like people I went to school with on the job that I looked up to. Um, they had no to this day. They they don't even know it. Right. And if they would have just told me like, Cam, you're gonna be all right or it uh it's gonna get better, that would have meant a lot for me. But I didn't get that. Like I didn't get that. So I told myself, and it's a promise I made to myself, literally to this very day that once I'm in I'm in a position to shed light, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it as much as I can. Because I know how much I wanted that. I didn't have that. So um, you kind of get used to your mom and dad saying, you're going to make it, you'll be all right. But um, if I could just have one of those peers I looked up to, you know, people that weren't family, people that I saw every day tell me, like, man, you're going to be all right, I I promise you. Um, I think that would have made that transition for me a lot easier. But um, I didn't have it. So now I know how important that can be. And I, I kid you not, to this day, um, I will be there as an inspiration and a motivator to everyone who's under me, anyone who um looks to me as a, a guider. Um, right. I, I plan to do that. Like that's that's it's it's so important, um to let people know that you're there for them. Um yeah. I just I words can't describe how much uh that much that would have meant to me at the time, but life goes on, and I have taken on the role myself to be that voice for somebody else. I, yeah. I wanted to happen for
0: sure. For sure, I definitely, I can I can relate in some sense because I think for me, graduating mm-hmm. in the pandemic was hard. Yeah. Um, I think that was one of those times where like I think I mean I think everybody everybody experienced the pandemic differently, but I mm-hmm. think for me, in the pandemic also not being where I'm at right now in my yeah. walk with Christ then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I had the head, the mindset that I have now, then I think it would have been a lot easier. But mm-hmm. again, everything happens for a reason. So I think that the pandemic was hard for me or graduating in a pandemic was hard for me because I'm just like, like, why my class? Like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't work 12 hard years yeah. of school. And I don't even get to, you know, go across the stage because then I also think thought about it as, which I think we do often too, it's like we look at somebody else's experience and then we look at ours mm-hmm. and we're like, well, why them? Kind of how you said it yeah, with like the basketball yeah, thing. Yeah. So I was looking at it as like I went to graduation last year, celebrated all of them, and I was like, <laughs> I was ready for it myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, But I also think that that time – within the pandemic and that time of kind of a letdown made for like such a big comeback if mm-hmm. that makes sense so like I do like it's, it's hard to explain but it's like during that time I wish I had the mindset I had now mm-hmm. because that was a, like it was a tough time where I'm like bro like I really sat watched myself on a screen that was it you know what I'm saying like I yeah. it, it was that was kind of like a, a a storm for me but I think too um going through that and then going through freshman year freshman mm-hmm. year was also a hard time because being honest I probably looking back now probably wouldn't have gone on campus freshman year yeah but because it was 2020 I was like bro I'm just ready to get out the house whatever yeah I, understand. I went on campus I and that was kind of like a second period for me where it was just me like mm-hmm. I had roommate, whatever, um, but during that time, I also lost a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Like That was kind of a period of separation, um, where in a sense he was lightening my load because yeah. he's like, you have all these people on you, you have all these people yeah. in your phone, all this fun stuff that really are not providing anything for you, anything mm-hmm. good. We're like, we think, I think in college too, we go into college thinking we gotta have all the friends. Yeah. Big circle, yeah. gotta be cool with everybody. Uh-huh but it was a bunch of people from high school and mm-hmm. a bunch of new people like yeah. whole building like buildings yeah. in the inner pandemic was like yeah. that was your friend group yeah so i'm like i got this big friend group cool we're good and looking back at it now i'm like he was like like sit down like mm-hmm. this is that time where like being that you are in a pandemic there's no parties going on mm-hmm. there's none of this stuff that regular college experience is mm-hmm. he put me in a time of separation and Again, I was not in my walk where I am now, so it was mm-hmm. just, like, I felt alone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, it was just me. Second semester, I started to have a roommate, so it was really just me. Um, and I think that's kind of when I started to hear his voice more. But I think, too, I was lighter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have the negativity around me. I didn't have the, the like, the – I didn't have as many negative outside forces, mm-hmm. right? Um So I think that that was a good time for me, but I think that looking back on it now, I was heavy previously to it, Mm -hmm. and then I came out lighter. So
1: what was it like, because I had a situation like that as well, where people who I had been friends with for a long time, Mm -hmm. just things were happening to where the friendship was tested and even um, temporarily was extinguished. Um, yeah. uh, so what was it like when you were losing France? Was it, was it hard? Cause it was hard for me.
0: Um, yes and no. Cause uh-huh. I, I think I forgot who said it. I, it was a, I think it was, um, it was Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. He said some people are like your rocket boosters. Like as you, as a rocket goes up, once it gets to a certain altitude, the yeah. boosters fall off. Yeah. I think that. <laughs> That was kind of, like, I think that was happening and in a sense kind of still is happening with some people. But I think mm-hmm. in the moment, yes, it was hard because I came in to it first semester and I'm like, all right, bet, like, we're turning. Like, yeah. let's go, it's college, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And by second semester, it was literally just me, you know what I'm saying? Um, and in the moment, it hurt because you see, you know, people that you used to hang out with go do things without you mm-hmm. and for me it, it kind of happened organically it wasn't like like it was definitely tested but it wasn't like there was an argument and it was just like bye it mm-hmm. kind of just over time hey you want to come yeah. to the calf they those those messages stop yeah, being exchanged you know what i'm saying um or even like recently um like gain like because at the end of the day Where there's a a hole in your life, God will fill. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, So over the last year, probably to this date over the last year, the place that I thought was empty Mm -hmm. or the place that those friends were holding was filled with people that I didn't need in my life anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? For where I'm going, for where my walk with Christ is going, for where my life is going, if I still had those people, it would have blocked all of the friends that are fruitful in my life now, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, so it's like God will create space where he wants to put something else. you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, so if I would have tried to hold on to those friendships, would I have the friends I have now? so that's kind of the perspective I look Same at it from now, right. where it's like, okay, well, if they were still here, would I be where I'm at and would I have missed out on the relationships I have now? Mm -hmm. Because I have so many great relationships in my life now, friendships. Now that I'm looking back and I'm like, okay, like, in in a sense, it was kind of like a good swap. Like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for the swap. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I think that, like I said, everything that God does is intentional. He's a very intentional God. Um, So... Like I said, like, yes, in the moment it hurt, but it's like now looking back on it, I'm like, okay, well, look at this person. It's like, if I kept this person from my past, mm-hmm. would this person be here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's, that's how I think of the new opportunities I have now. Um, yeah. I think everything that I faced, good and bad, majority bad, up into my life now, um, I'm appreciative of it because it allows me to do what I do now, I do think I wholeheartedly believe that if I have the friends or had the friends that I had um let's just say middle and elementary school, if I still consistently talk to them like I did now, I just don't think that I will even have this sound mind I have honestly I just don't. Yeah. I don't think I will, and but you know going through it i I just didn't see a life without them, and it took people close to me to help me get through it because. It, it was just, to me, I ain't gonna lie, it was scary, like, yeah. losing losing friends, like, for sure. people you talk to every day, and I think the worst part, for me, was that you see them doing good, and yeah. it just hurt, I was like, bro, that, that used to be us, so, yeah. um, that took a toll on me for sure, but, um, now, I, I go with the flow, I allow things to happen, because I, I do believe that, um, God holds our future. As the Bible says, he holds our future. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever we have, um, whatever we're, how can I say this? Whatever we have planned, um, that's not a good way to put it. I'll spend a block on that one. but uh, I do. I w- let me see,
0: because cause I think I may know. Because like, so, I heard a phrase the other day. Yeah. It was like, whatever... Plan we have for our life, God laughs at it because He has a different plan. There you go, there you go,
1: there you yeah. go, yeah. And that's what um, had been happening to me, but I'm I'm grateful for where I'm at right now. I am, yeah. I, and I still really don't know like what it's is gonna be like in two months, and three months. Like yeah. I, I don't know, but it's exciting to know that God's gonna show that to me. Like sure. I, I I take it on. I, I pride myself in what's yet to come because yeah. I, I I ain't gonna lie. I used to be scared. I used to be afraid of not knowing yep. and that's when faith comes in and I really sat down to learn about what faith is mm-hmm. and believing in things unseen because you hear that all the time growing up especially you if you're a PK you hear that all the time but yeah. newer me like now I, I literally had to sit back and realize what faith really is um, peace and love like I always at the end of my podcast I say peace and love like I literally had to know what that means and I and knowing what it means now, um, it inspires me. Like I, it's yeah. an inspiration to myself to know that um, believing things unseen can actually happen. And then once God actually allows something to happen, it's just a motivator, saying, "Yes, I can. I can do it now." Um, what's next? Like I, yeah. I ask God all the time, like, "What's next? Show it to me." And I, I honestly, man, I don't care how long it takes anymore. Like I, I used to be upset too waiting for like a blessing because yeah. um, it just it, it it takes so long especially if you're doing what you have to do as a, a christ-led person like if you're doing what you have to do being a good steward um, reading your bible praying you know upholding uh, your part of the commandments you know it's it hurts not to see your blessing sometimes because we're there's still a humanistic side to for everything sure. like where you can be spiritual and religious all you want you're still human and yeah. there's still a humanistic side that would be touched that's something my dad told me he said you can holler and do all this you want but you're still human god we're, we're still human god still allows us to be human and we'll have our human feelings so um that's actually the side that the enemy touches is yeah. your humanistic side it's really hard for the enemy to kind of touch um, your spiritual side, your religious side. The enemy goes for your humanistic side. That's um, the side that's closest to him because mm-hmm. it's a part of the world. Yeah. Um, once we, you know, die and go to heaven, we're no longer human. Yeah. Um, our, our flesh stays down here. Um, so that's the side that he tries to touch. And my father, he would always tell me that he was like, are the humanistic feelings? You have to learn that that is not of God. Anything bad. It's not of God at all but It's all
0: temporary yeah, too though. Like yeah. it's never That's why I think like Acting off of emotions So like If, if yeah, a situation yeah, happens yeah. And we act off of an emotion Like Without Actually Like It's, it's Everything we do is Obviously There's gonna be Emotions evoked You yeah. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. But Taking those actions Off of the emotion Off of emotions Is what Lands people in those Bad situations mm-hmm. Because it's like Emotions are temporary. Like all of your feelings are temporary. I tell people
1: that all the time. When they're upset, I'm like, that's a temporary emotion you're having right now. And I can't even expect people to see where I'm coming from. But that's the first thing I tell somebody when they're upset, I say, That's a temporary emotion you're having right now. Just let it pass by. And it's kinda hard for them to see it. Even when I get mad, for sure. I'm able to actually tell myself, Okay, this is a temporary emotion. It took a while for me to get like this though, but I'm able to tell myself now this is a temporary emotion everything's going to be all right and you give me a good hour I'm good yeah cuz we talked about <laughs> that
0: on another episode like being able to because at the end of the day having those temporary like if you're angry that's all temporary but you're able to get yourself out of that like mm-hmm. being able to give attention to the positive mindset mm-hmm. cuz at the end of the day you got two sides you have negative you have like a negative thoughts in your mind yeah. and you have positive thoughts in your mind so mm-hmm. it's like if i'm angry Let me find a way to control that by giving attention to everything that's opposite of that, you Mm. know what I'm saying? So instead of that, I I always talk about myself and my road rage. I have really bad road rage because people make me mad. (laughs) Oh, wow, people can't drive, it's okay, yeah, they can. Um, like somebody cuts you off, right? Instead Mm. of me instantly just laying on the horn, it's like you know, they cut me off, they didn't hit me, you know what I'm saying? Like bringing the positive out of it, and the Lord has been working on me in my road rage. Shout out to Him, um, because God bless, um, (laughs) but um i think at the end of the day i know i i made a note of something Mm -hmm. where um i I made a note basically saying stay in position stay in the position that god called you to because everything has balance and when things become things become unbalanced when there's too much weight on one side as Mm -hmm. opposed to the other Mm -hmm. um and i've really been trying to live by that lately because i think that a lot of times especially in this generation we mm-hmm. take on other people's emotions we take on other people's problems we take mm-hmm. on other people's views of us and things like that when that was never the position we were supposed to be mm-hmm. in like called, God called us to be in the position we're in today mm-hmm. but he didn't necessarily tell you to 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 take on your friends' emotions uh-huh. you know what i'm saying whereas Okay, now I have to deal with my emotions Mm -hmm. and their emotions. So now I'm unbalanced, which is where it feels like I need to, like, lift that off my shoulders. It's
1: hard, too. So um, I have a twin sister, and I'm on her about this all the time. She has such a big heart, which most people do. Mm -hmm. But when you have a heart that big, you cannot help but to help others kind of stick your nose to in someone else's business, to... For the betterment of it to help for sure, for sure. or to take on tasks that you can't handle, and I had to sit back and tell. Her, I was like, I know that sometimes this feels right. Sometimes you can't help it, but you're you're getting burnout. Like I, yeah. burnout is real. For like sure, hundred percent. I, I, I promise you, I've been working a full time job since I graduated high school while being in college. Burnout is a hundred percent real, and once I realized that that I got my burnout, that's when. Um, was really i was realizing that i did have too much on my plate mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff i put on my plate um and when i allowed my plate to get unbalanced it's stuff i was putting on my plate on my own um, yeah. and i had to realize to allow god to put what he has on my plate um because i i started my podcast um at a time where i really shouldn't have started it at and that was a lot because um, when you're a one man show is is you're bringing cameras everywhere with you, you're bringing tripods everywhere with you. I got lights in the car, yeah. doing everything. It was it was it was tough, um, and I had some conversations with some people who were listening, and they were like, because um, I start off with audio only. And mm-hmm. then I went to the transition to in front of a camera, and I had some people telling me that when you did audio only, when you were just talking, they was like, "I was so blessed." And I, this is months later, I had mm-hmm. I had no idea, and I was, they was like, "Man, I still listen to it. Like I still give people your your first four your episodes. They like I was just blessed." And I was like, and they said, "I ain't go lie. I kind of stopped listening when you got in front of the camera." And I was like, "Really?" And it was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "It's crazy you said that because I." It got harder when I got in front of the camera. It really did get harder, yeah. And uh, that was kind of something that I guess God was showing me. Like I didn't tell you to do that yet. Mm. In time, that's gonna come, but I didn't tell you to do that yet. And I, I that's how I took that. I honestly believe that's how I took that. So transitioning back to the audio only and the support and love I was getting from that, or still am getting from that, it was amazing. Um, still is amazing. So I had to take um, some off my plate and lighten my load a little bit and allow God to put the food on my plate, not not fix my own plate, like allow, allow God to do it. And um, that was my lesson learned to um, control what I can control. I do live by that now. Uh, control what I can control. Don't take on more than what I can bear because um, God will show you how hard something can get without him. Um, Absolutely. I, I think if you put something on your plate – that wasn't ordained by him i think he's personally going to let you see how hard that is for um,
0: sure and he he may even like god will take things away but he will also allow us to sit in things yeah. that we do to ourselves yeah
1: no okay, cap he does for sure um so that was definitely and that was just um an example i had but even there's a lot of smaller things that happened that i would put on my plate um things that i would sign myself up for that right. shouldn't i had no business signing myself up for, for but sure. i i see um in the end what that did to me and i just spin the block hey god i'm back you know my fault i won't do that again (laughs) and uh we move on accordingly for For sure sure. yeah Yeah. so
0: So, to anybody out there that may feel heavy or may have put something on your plate that was not the lord approved yeah um (laughs) go ahead and try to lighten that load and and see see what happens so man i appreciate you for, for coming on today um Definitely great conversations, great, yeah. great gems dropped. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys for watching. I appreciate you guys watching. I appreciate the support and the love. Uh, make sure you go follow Cam on, on Instagram. Check yes. out his podcast. Yes. Um, and make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe below. Go follow us on TikTok and Instagram at untitledconvos.podcast. Again, that's untitledconvos.podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at untitledconvos. Um, And then, again, make sure you guys go like, comment, and subscribe. Leave some comments. Leave some feedback. Um, I appreciate you guys for watching. And I'll see you guys again. Peace.